0: Hey there, it's Nicholas Coombe here from 68 Whiskey, and I'm hanging out with Elias today for the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, bro! Yo, Adrian. I did it, with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture oh yeah tv nice movies oh i love the movies comedy and more from deep inside the man cave your host elias
1: nicholas welcome to the cave hey how's
0: it going thanks for having me how are
1: how are you what's new with you
0: I'm good. I'm hanging out. I just went to a cafe, had myself an iced mocha,
1: so I'm all buzzed up. I'm ready to go. There you go. So uh, you've been busy the last few years, huh? Numerous TV show and film appearances. You've done some voiceover work. Last year, you had a role in Dora and the Lost City, and you just recently starred in 68 Whiskey, but I want the listeners to get to know a little bit more about you. Where are you originally from?
0: Uh, Sure, yeah. I'm originally from uh, a city in Australia on the west coast called Perth, which, um, if I'm correct, Perth is the most isolated city in the world. Oh, wow. I'm basically from the middle of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs)
1: How, How was it growing up there?
0: Uh it's great. It's still a big city. It's just really far away from basically every other city in Australia and then Australia itself is quite far away from the rest of the world. Yeah. But um it's great. It's um I grew up in a nice um I don't know, your classic neighborhood. Went to school and hung out with friends. So nothing too crazy. It was yeah. quite fun.
1: So so growing up there as a kid, uh like what were you into? Sorry? I said, as a kid growing up in uh, in Australia, like, what were you into? What were some of the things you grew up liking?
0: Oh, sure. Um, personally, I love the beach. I'm, I've always considered myself a, a water a water baby. <laughs> I um, we live pretty close to the beach. The the city's on the right on the coast, so I spend the majority of my time either going to the beach or I played some sports. I played field hockey for a few years growing up, um, and uh. I did a bunch of theater growing up because I've always loved performing theater, yeah. and I played a bit of music. So uh, yeah, kept myself busy, and I spent a lot of time with my friends, just yeah. hanging out and being uh, kids, I guess.
1: <laughs> so, so growing up, like, uh, how did you know you wanted to get into the acting world? What pushed you towards it?
0: Um, originally, I thought about performing in I guess dance and theater, and I think that's where where I really fell in love with um, I guess the thrill of performing. I I get such a rush from it. I get nervous and then that gets me all excited and it's um you know, I really love that rush from performing in theatre and then I had the opportunity to kinda of jump into film and I found out that I also got um a, a rush from doing that but it was it was kinda of different. So uh ever since I was a kid mum said that I've always been performing and putting on shows and just, you know, entertaining people. Um and I think I really kind of discovered it. I'd say when I was 14 was when I really made the decision that I wanted to, to be acting.
1: Wow. Did you, uh, so you, I assume you started doing acting classes at 14 or did you start it before that?
0: Um, I, yeah, I think around there was when I started, you know, I did acting class throughout high school. Um, I, I started doing theater when I was like seven, I think. Um, but actual acting classes was probably a little bit older than that, um, yeah, about 14,
1: actually. Oh, wow. So uh, while you were doing the acting classes, uh, how did you decide that you wanted to... Because I, I read online that you moved to Vancouver to to grow more into your acting and take the next step. How old were you?
0: Um, yeah, so I heard about Canada when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, and then I basically made, made the game plan to, to move there right after high school. So I graduated i uh, spent a year working i worked like four jobs to save up enough money yeah and then i um i flew over i think i just turned 19 a few days before so i was basically a 19 year old kid and i moved to the complete other side of the world to vancouver to pursue the acting dream yeah
1: wow (laughs) so i what was your first gig after moving to vancouver do you remember your first gig
0: uh, my first gig was the TV series Supernatural, <laughs> which was cool. Um, I feel like that's a, a right of way for them to be actors because they've been filming that show here. I think they did like 14 or 15 seasons on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I had a, a guest star role, um, which was like one day of shooting, I think. But I ended up, my character ended up not even being seen in the episode. So that uh. was my first role. I didn't actually make it on camera. But it was a really cool experience because I'd never been on a big, you know, American set before. Yeah. So that whole experience for me was so exciting, and, and I learned so much from that day. Yeah. But um, then my next proper role was a Disney movie called Pants on Fire, where I kind of had like a supporting supporting lead role on that, and uh, that was a blast on oh, um, wow. kids' movie. So
1: last year you were in Dora in the Lost <laughs> City. How did you get involved with that project?
0: Um, that one came through as an audition tape from LA. So my, my team sent me the script and the, the sides and they were like, Hey, do you want to go for this? And at first I was like, Oh, Dora, like the cartoon. And then I read it and was like, Oh, this is so funny. Like, it's such a hilarious script. Um, so I sent off a tape and then I heard back. It was a really quick process. I think I spoke to the director uh, a week after that audition, and then he gave me some notes and I retaped it. And then the next phone call I got, they were like, we're flying you out to Australia on Friday. And I oh. was like, what? There's two days to pack?" <laughs> so that was a whole, that whole process was so quick. Um, so, it was a blast.
1: so that was kind of cool how you went back home to film the movie.
0: Yes. I've always wanted to work back home. Um, you know, being Australian, I, yeah. I know that we have a, a cool industry over there. Um, so, the opportunity to work in australia was um and that was really a dream come true for me yeah, okay. it was really nice to have you know the australian crew that i could dance the back and forth with. Mm.
1: so like how how exciting was it starting in a film like that how, how funny was it how exciting was it
0: how exciting um it was huge it was so exciting i've never worked on a project that big before because it was um you know, a massive a massive um film, feature film, adventure, family yeah. kinda of action film. So uh that was incredible. The sets that they built over there were stunning. The the guy we had that was the production designer, his name's Dan Henner, and he's the man that um him and his the team they designed all the sets for Lord of the Rings. So he's a legend basically in his field. And uh he built all these crazy practical sets that you could walk through um so i mean from that to how much crew there was and all the studios we were filming out and we went on locations and jungles and uh all sorts of things so the whole experience is insane yeah. and it was cool to me that it was in australia so i was able to get my family to come visit set and that was also really cool for me hmm.
1: so i mentioned earlier you recently starred in paramount's 68 whiskey um, for the listeners really quick tell us what the show is about
0: 68 Whiskey uh, follows a bunch of medics and, and other soldiers on a US Army base uh, in Afghanistan and it basically follows their lives their daily interactions kind of what they get up to behind the scenes um, which is sometimes you know sneaky stuff and other times it's, they follow protocol, really depending on the, the characters but you're really just watching the day-to-day lives of these soldiers and um, kind of kind of the experiences they get up to over there, which is really interesting. Yeah.
1: Now, you play private Anthony Petroselli. Tell us about your audition for the
0: role of him. <laughs> I love Anthony to sister star. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> um, my audition, what happened? I think we just had the premiere, Fedora about a day or two before. And then I got a call from my manager and he said, Hey, Nick, I've managed to squish you into this audition. Uh, I think it's perfect for you. It's this funny kid in the army. And I'd always had the dream of working in a military show. I've always found it interesting and I've always loved watching films and shows about the US military. So I, I immediately jumped the board and was like, yes, get me in the room. Um, so we were able to do that. And I walked in and I saw... Um, I the rest of Michael Lehman and the, the creator Roberto. There, um, <laughs> and it was basically one scene. Oh, sorry, two things. And one was with the goat, and one was just a. I can't remember the other thing, but uh, it was comedy. So I basically just threw myself out there and was just a complete idiot and had fun with it. And I guess that worked. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> yeah. How
1: how was it? How was it auditioning with the goat in front of the people? <laughs>
0: Well, the, the goat wasn't actually there, so I just pretended the yeah. goat was there, but I remember reading the sides and seeing that there's a goat in the scene, and I was like, this is going to be funny. Um, and, like, when do you ever get the chance to work with a goat? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was a fun thing. It was a fun one to play around with. Yeah. Now, how, how would
1: you describe your character?
0: Um, i describe Anthony as your classic, you know, 17-year-old kid. He, he's... He's very naive, um, but just through being young. He's, you know, fresh to the army. He basically just wants to be the best soldier that he can be. He's trying to, you know, follow all the rules and, uh, you know, kind of get his ranks up eventually because he's fresh as he's the lowest on the base at the moment. Um, But yeah, he just wants to be the best soldier he can, but also he wants to make friends um, because he grew up being homeschooled. So I think he's, Basically, trying to figure out how to fit in while following the rules. Um, but I guess he is out that you can't actually do both. Because <laughs> yeah. in order to fit in with the other guys, you can't have to break the rules a little bit, which is something that I guess he struggles with that he's learning throughout the show. Um, mm. To fit in, you gotta kind of survive over there. Yeah.
1: How did you, <laughs> so when you got the role, like, how did you prepare for the role? Like, What kind of research did you do?
0: I personally watched uh, as many documentaries as I could on um, kind of medics and soldiers in the U.S. Army. I also watched a bunch of TV shows and films, um, just so I had like a rough kind of idea yeah. of, of the technical aspect to what, what they get up to. Um, but then we also had uh, had on set, we had military advisors in every department, so kind of depending what the day was and what the scene was, there was always someone there who would basically walk through the scene with us and be like, this is what you would do in this situation and this is the correct way to stand, this is the correct way to hold your weapon. Um, so we had a whole bunch of training. I also had some like weapons training and a few other things to teach me. So yeah, yeah every day I was learning something new which was really cool.
1: What did you find the most challenging to play? Like, or... Uh what was the most challenging thing about the character?
0: Uh, you know what i I've done so far in my career majority comedy. yeah, um and in this show, there's, there's a really good mix between comedy and drama. and I've they throwing Patrick into some really intense situations in this show, which um has been like just drama. And that for me has been a struggle, but in a good way. it's been a really good challenge to take myself outside of the category of comedy where I'm just being an idiot to, like, a real moment where this human's kind of, like, struggling with what's happening. So as an actor, that's been a really cool challenge that, that I've enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I'm learning a lot uh, working amongst uh, out, the other actors on set who such you know, incredible actors. So I've been learning a lot from them. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I'd say for me, that's been a really fun challenge, The mm. kind of the serious aspect, for sure.
1: So the show had, a, like, a great premiere. How do you feel about the response from the fans so far?
0: Yeah, that was, that was so exciting. I, um, you know, you never you never know what to expect when your, your show's coming out. Um, kind of all I knew was that everyone had pour, poured their heart and their soul into the project, um, and we'd had an absolute blast whilst doing that. So we always hope that the audience kind of reciprocate that. And that they can feel that energy that you put into it, um, so that was really exciting news when we heard that the show had a like incredible premiere. Um, so yeah, I love it. I'm I'm stoked. Everyone's seems really happy. we been getting some really cool responses. Um, so yeah, I- I'm stoked about it.
1: <laughs> what, what do you think was your favorite scene that you filmed?
0: Um, I loved all the goat stuff. That was always really fun. Baz the goat. Baz the goat. Right. <laughs> Buzz the goat. I love Buzz. (laughs) Great goat. We had a bunch of fun with that. But I also, I really enjoyed uh, in the pilot, I did quite a bit of scenes for the first two episodes, actually, quite a few scenes with uh, Jeremy and Sam. And uh, I really loved working with those guys. We had an absolute blast. We were just, you know, hanging out in the middle of the desert, having a laugh. So that was also quite, quite fun.
1: (laughs) How is it working with the cast? And how is it working with uh, working under like, Ron Howard?
0: Uh, so the the cast are incredible people. The everyone that I've worked with has been incredibly nice, incredibly talented, and just fun to work with. Um, I guess that's the cool thing about an ensemble cast is every episode, I'm getting to work with someone new. <laughs> yeah. And there's some of the cast that you know it gets halfway through the season and I'm like I haven't actually worked with you yet. Like I'm excited to. So that's been really cool, seeing how all these different characters interact with each other because I guess as an audience, when you're viewing it, you know each character, but some of them have never met. So it's really interesting seeing them kind of meet for the first time and uh, watch that, so that's good. And, you know, working on a show that Ron Howard and Brian Craig is are behind, um, what an incredible experience. I mean, these guys are legends. So having the opportunity to kind of, Job in, in a production by them has been a dream come true hmm. i saw, yeah when i saw the audition i just, I lost it Yeah, very exciting
1: what uh, do you have any like any funny moments that happened to you like behind set
0: um ooh, i've seen so many funny moments probably the goat just trying the, to the goat eat me. <laughs> there's a scene there's a scene where i'm standing uh talking to one of the other characters and the goats kind of at head level
1: yeah and
0: the whole scene, it just kept trying to eat my hat <laughs> so i'm trying to have this serious moment um and then out of the corner of my eye i just see goat mouth coming in and literally ripping my hat off so that was pretty funny but i think they're eating that take actually <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what do you think we're going to see you and the goat back for the next season well you we have to watch and find
0: out <laughs> That's,
1: That's right. So, good. That's right. <laughs> so uh, what do you do? You, what do you think is the hardest role that you've played so far in your career?
0: Um, really good question. I haven't been asked that one. Um, this one's been challenging for me because this is a new, a new type of role that I've never done before. I've never played. Yeah, uh, you know, a military role. So I knew nothing about it coming into it, apart from the research I'd done. Um, I'd say this has been one of the most challenging yeah. so far. Because most of my other roles, I've just been playing a, you know, a high school teenage kid, but kind of a fun friend, which which I love, and I have a blast in those roles But um, this one's probably been the most challenging. Due to what I said earlier about it being a mix of drama and comedy and realism. Mm-hmm. um so i'd say today this has definitely been one of the most challenging for yeah.
1: sure do you have like a dream what's your dream role you want to play that you hope that you could play someday
0: <laughs> it's funny you ask that when i when i was doing dora i kept getting asked that question in interviews and i always said ah oh, i want to play a soldier on a military production really um but now that's happened. yeah crazy. yeah i literally i've been saying it for months leading up to this audition I found that really funny when the audition came through. I was like, whoa, I've just been talking about this for, like, a while. Um, So my next dream role, which is also something I've always wanted to do, is I'd love to play a pirate. I've loved pirates ever since I was a kid. Really? I love, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I don't know. It's just this weird thing where I'm like, that'd be a cool role. So, uh, like, the movie Master and Commander. I love that. I love the the idea of, you know, exploration and pirates and treasure and I don't
1: know. And maybe
0: that. We'll
1: see. Yeah. So like, really quick, tell us about your band, the Beanie Kids. Ha!
0: Yeah. We're great. We have some time time playing music. We, um, we, uh, we kind of, I guess our music's like indie rock, kind of almost pop rock. We play, it's just a three-piece band. There's me, I've got O'Brien uh, uh, on the face, and James and Cole on the drums. And uh, it basically started out just us jamming for fun. I had a bunch of songs that I'd written in high school, and I'd always wanted a band, but none of my friends in high school were musically talented. So (laughs) I'd be like, "Hey, play this part," and couldn't. So when I moved here, I managed to find some people that could play music, and uh, we had some some jams, and we're like, "Oh, this is quite fun." That's awesome. Ended up writing a bunch of songs together. Um, So now. Yeah, we're a band. We've recorded our EP. We're going to be releasing it this summer, which is really exciting, and hopefully doing a bunch of shows. Mm. So what's uh, what's next for you?
1: Any other upcoming projects that you could tell the listeners about?
0: Um, nothing that I can talk about, unfortunately. Yeah. But there's some stuff in the pipeline, and uh, hopefully soon we can talk about it.
1: There you go. <laughs> uh, lastly, uh, how can the listeners find you on social media?
0: Uh, you can find me... I think it's my name, Nicholas Kuhn. It'll be like at Nicholas Coon um, across, I like, Instagram, Twitter, and I think Facebook is Nicholas Coon Actor. That's awesome. Is my social. All right. But, Nic- yeah, I'm mostly active on Instagram. Perfect. That's what you Perfect. guys
1: do? Come say hey. Nicholas, this was fun. Uh, thank you for coming on.
0: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. That's a, wrap. That's a wrap everybody that's a wrap thanks for listening to the man cave chronicles podcast i finally get my man cave you can find us on twitter facebook and instagram at the mcc podcast and our website the mccpodcast.com until next time